Welcome to episode three of the Mindset Reload. I am your host, John Robertson. You know, sometimes it's easy to feel like you're sinking. Well, on today's episode, we will focus on how to overcome bad habits that seem to be dragging you to the bottom and discuss new techniques on how to build a better boat. When shopping for affordable and customizable insurance coverage, look no further than Rustic Ridge Insurance Services of Rome, Georgia. Rustic Ridge Insurance Services specialize in small business and farm insurance, as well as personal auto and property needs. Now serving Georgia and Alabama, contact Rustic Ridge Insurance Services at 706-622-2484. That's 706-622-2484. Call now to protect your assets. So most of our problems are self-inflicted, and sometimes it's as easy as just letting go of the things that are dragging us down. So let's change the narrative, okay? It's not about where you've been. It's about where you're going. Embrace your past learn from your mistakes, and celebrate your accomplishments as you grow. Make a one-year, a five-year, and even a 10-year plan going forward. And when it comes to accountability and blame, you have to realize that if you fail, you're to blame. And if you succeed, you're also to blame. You have to hold yourself accountable for your own paths and surround yourself with people who support, promote, and encourage your personal growth. No one else's but yours. It should benefit you and not them. So make sure that their intentions are pure. The only way your growth should benefit them is by setting a standard for them to live by. And they have to put in their own work to reach it. Because at the end of the day, it's ultimately on you to grow. And it's very beneficial and helpful to have an accountability partner, someone that holds you accountable, right? So if you have a plan, let's say it's in fitness. And your personal goal is to go to the gym three, five days, seven days a week. Go to your accountability partner and say, hey, look, I'm going to send you a selfie every day I'm at the gym. And if I don't send you that selfie, I need you to hold me accountable. And, you know, some people may or may not be interested in that, but put money in it because money's a great motivator. So you can be like, hey, I'm going to go to the gym these days per week. On these days, if I don't send you a selfie, I owe you $100. They're damn sure going to remind you then and hold you accountable. And you're more likely to do what you said you're going to do because you're not going to want to spend the money. So it's a great motivational tool. And finding an accountability partner would definitely help. And it's, it's, it's very important for you to remember that slow and steady wins the race. Start, but don't stop. Push forward and never give up. If you don't give up, it is impossible to fail. So figure out where you're going and head in the right direction. And remember that the first step is always the most important step. And put some guardrails up. Those will help keep you in line with your path. And eliminate all outside noise. And if you're heading in the right direction, you will eventually get there. Just don't give up. Don't stop. Like some people start a business and they let the fear of failure actually allow them to quit and fail quicker. To me, the definition of success isn't the fact that you were once successful, but that you sustained being successful. Let your goals breed new goals as you advance. It's almost like getting to a certain level. You achieved it, but level up. What's the next level? Don't ever be satisfied. Stay hungry. It's like going on your computer and changing the settings. 
you have to go into the control panel, then to the settings tab. But a lot of people overlook the advanced tab. That's where you have to go to make advanced changes. Then you have to apply them to update, select OK, and then restart your computer. That's how we have to do to our mindset. So it's like, all right, we're going on a trip across the ocean. And you look at the captain and you say, hey, how long is this going to take? And he's like, I don't know. And you say, hey, exactly where are we going? And again, he says, I'm not sure. Or I don't know. You say, well, how's the weather going to be? Is it going to be rough? Is it going to be easy? And he says, I didn't check the weather. Are you going to feel comfortable sailing with this captain? Hell no. You're going to say, turn this thing around and take me back to shore. Because now you've put yourself in a situation to where you really don't know where you're going. You don't know how long it's going to take. And you don't know what obstacles to prepare for. Does that sound familiar? So stay with me. So why do we look at our future like this? Don't know where you're going. You don't have a timeline to get to where you're going. And you don't know what potential obstacles could slow you down from getting there. But what if our captain was more like, okay, we're headed to the Bahamas. And we will be there in about two hours at 30 knots. And we couldn't ask for any better weather than what we're getting, so sit back and relax and enjoy the ride. That sounds and feels a whole lot better, right? That's how we should be when preparing for our future goals. But how many of us are like the first captain, just trying to figure it out as we go, just going with the tide or going with the flow? But the fact is, you have to know where you're going and you have to know what path that you have to take to get there. You have to create yourself a plan and make checkpoints for yourself. Make a daily, weekly, or monthly accountability chart. You have to figure out where you have to be physically, mentally, emotionally, and financially in order to get where you want to be. Mentally, do whatever you can to create the right headspace so that you can focus and stay determined. Emotionally, if there's something that is dragging you down, holding you back that doesn't support what you want to do or where you want to be emotionally, whether that be a partner, a parent, friend, etc. If they don't support you, then you have to learn to cut that out. Just be like, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is where I'm going. It's my life. This is what I need. This is what I want. And this is the path I'm on in order to reach my goals. I love you, but I'll, I'll just see you when it's convenient to my plan. And there's nothing wrong with that. You just have to stay focused on the task at hand without any distractions at all. Just make time whenever you're available to make time. And sometimes these things can slow you down, whether it be your friends, family, or your relationship, just whatever it is. If they don't support you and they can't understand that you need your time in order to stay focused, explain to them this is the only way you can support me so that I'm where I need to be emotionally and or mentally to reach my goals. And physically, is very important because how you treat yourself physically can slow you down tremendously. Personal development depends a lot on your physical well-being as far as health goes. How many times have we put stuff off because we just didn't feel like doing something? That can be triggered emotionally and mentally, but physically, like I've said before, if you get up and move around, you will feel better. And hey, I mean, I've been there. I once weighed 420 pounds, and I didn't feel like doing anything at all most of the time. I didn't feel like doing anything physically because I was so bad out of shape, and then in return, it affected me mentally, emotionally, and financially. 
But the truth is, it's very, very important that we put ourselves in the right shape in order to get where you want to go. Now, I'm not talking about you have to be a bodybuilder or be shredded or anything like that. Just work on getting better. Work on getting better physically and getting healthier. Because the older you get, the more important that is. And it depends on where you want to be. But you have to be in the best possible shape to withstand any storms that may come along. You have to build your body like a vessel, your health like a boat that can withstand ever-changing climates around you. And here's the fun part. Let's, let's dive into financially. If you're going to invest in yourself, and if you have a project or a business that you want to grow, you're not going to get that far on zero dollars, right? So you have to figure out what can I do to make extra money to put towards this project or business that I want to grow? How can I trim the fat? What unnecessary bills can you cut out and create a financial plan that contributes to where you want to be? And then say, okay, look, well, I have to have this amount of money per month for this business to make money. And I'm going to be honest with you. When you start a business, you're usually not going to make money on day one, sometimes even year one. On the average, most businesses take three years just to break even. It depends on the type of business, though. But again, our goal is to be successful and sustain being successful. And don't get me wrong, it may look like you're making money when you start because you have some source of income coming in from it. But you have to keep in consideration that money that's coming in, is it more or less than the money that you put into it, right? And you can apply this technique whether you're talking business or not. Because like I've said before, time is more valuable than money, okay? So you have to consider your investment when counting actual profit. How much of my personal money was invested? How much of my personal time did I put in this without any payment? What expenses did I put in to get where I'm at already? Even though it's your business, you have to reimburse your investment or it's not considered profit. Does any of that make sense? So you have to create self-value even for yourself, for your time. Because if you don't value yourself, your time, or your money, then how can you expect anyone else to value you, your time, or your money? It's creating checks and balances, even for yourself. If you spend 100 hours a week and spend $1,000 a month on your of your own personal money to invest in your business, then you have to consider that as an investment. So for instance, say, I think I'm worth $25 an hour. And I'm working about 100 hours a week on building and running this business. That's $2,500 a week, y'all. That is $130K a year for your personal investment with only your personal time. Then if you have about $1,000 a month financially in overhead, which includes rent in an office space, internet, etc., that's another $12,000 per year. So your initial investment is actually $142,000 per year, which is way more than the average household in America makes. Does any of that make sense? Does that put it in perspective? Now, at least you don't owe yourself interest, right? That's the good part. So if you have a business that is essentially costing you $142,000 a year to start up, you are not making profit until you hit over $142,000 a year. So if you apply this to your mindset, you've now valued your own personal time as an investment that is worth 
X amount of dollars, right? So you now push yourself past your original expectations. And in this scenario, you have $130,000 worth of personal investment as far as your time sitting in the bank to reinvest in your business. All investments, whether it be financial or time-based, should be accounted for in order to see your gross profit, which is what is left after all investments and costs to run a business. And I mean, you can pay yourself a salary. You're going to have to. If you're investing all your time into this business, you have to pay your personal bills. So let's say, what is that worth, right? Can you live off $50,000 a year? Most people can. It just depends. Then that'll leave you $80,000 in the bank. And like I've said before, it generally takes about three years to break even with all investments made, time-wise or financially, in a new company. And if you use the strategy above, depending on what kind of business, you may be able to do it without borrowing any money from anyone or a bank or anything. But again, you have to value your time and consider that. Take the first step. That's all you have to do. But don't put a number on it, right? It may take 10,000 steps. It may take 10 million steps. Who cares? Either way, you are moving towards your goal and you're growing. And like I've said a thousand times before, create a to-do list, create an accountability chart as those will be your guidelines until you get used to being productive. And some of us need those to stay productive. I know I create a to-do list every day and I mark it off. I have to have that, you know, to keep me accountable and keep me on track. And check each task off in a timely manner. And some of those tasks, they can't be completed because you're waiting on other people right? Like a banker, or if you're in construction, like a material house, etc. Whatever it is, just know that you now have to hold them accountable, just like you hold yourself accountable, because you have a timeline, you have a due date, so to speak, that you're working towards. And when dealing with an outside source, I generally say, hey, this is what I need, this is what I want, and when can I expect it? Give me the best case scenario and give me your worst case scenario, because that'll give you a little wiggle room. And I always usually try to plan worst case scenario but always expect somewhere in between the worst case scenario and the best case scenario so that I'm prepared. But a lot of people are afraid to hold others accountable. Why? Isn't that affecting you? Yeah, it is. Is it slowing you down? Yes, it can. So we have to hold them accountable as well. They gave you a best and worst case scenario for a drop dead date. Hold them to it because it affects your path. And there's nothing wrong with that. It can actually build a better working relationship with people. It holds them accountable, holds you accountable. There's nothing wrong with reminding somebody to do their job. You're paying them for that service. If they can't value that, then you don't need to value them and get, take your work somewhere else. If they can't meet your expectations and the date they promise, cut them loose and find someone else. But the best feeling is to learn as much as you can do so that you don't have to depend on anyone else, right? Like in mine and my wife's business, we self-perform almost 100% of everything. Why? Because we trust ourselves. It's not that we don't trust someone else. I don't like being the guy that says, hey, where's this? Where's that? Why haven't you done that? Because I don't own their business. I own my business. If I have to remind them, I don't need them. And I would rather, and my wife would rather just do it ourselves. All the way down to making our logos, all the way down to any construction remodeling, 
anything. I built my desk for this studio. I remodeled my room for this studio. I didn't hire anybody and I'm not going to. We're going to self-perform because that's what we do. That is the best feeling in the world. Plus, it ends up saving you money in the long, long run. And if you don't like what you did, it's your own damn fault. So, Because you got to realize it's, it's your time and your money you're investing and no one else is going to respect it more than you do. If you don't or can't respect it, how can you expect anyone else to? So you have to respect yourself and your own money and your own time. So learning as much as you can personally can help you succeed quicker and also relieve stress that may have been caused by waiting on someone else to do what they're supposed to do. Because in this day and time, the sad truth is you really can't rely on too many people anymore but yourself. In the first month, a business may be, hey, screw it up and figure it out. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that happens. As long as you're going in the right direction, you cannot go wrong, people. You can't fail as long as you're moving forward. Failure comes when you quit or allow yourself to be defeated. There's going to be days where you may not achieve everything you set out to do, and that's going to be okay. Just don't make it a habit. Always shoot for 100% with the intentions of not settling for less, but accepting and appreciating the effort you did put in. New effort should go unnoticed. Just don't procrastinate. Because that is the worst habit you could form. Remember, your direction is way more important than your speed. Now, we do live in a society that makes us very impatient, and we expect expedited delivery on almost everything. The truth is, sometimes things take time to grow. Create the best environment to promote growth. And that's all I have for today's episode of Build a Better Boat. Hope you guys are able to learn from it and apply it because I do every day. I am a work in progress. And the truth is I don't ever want to stop being a work in progress because as long as you're a work in progress, you are progressing and you should always want to grow. So again, I appreciate each and every one of you guys as always for tuning into today's episode. And we hope that you continue to share it on your social media, share it with your friends and family so that we can reach more people like yourself. We appreciate everything you guys do. Y'all have been tuning in to every episode. We're getting uh, feedback. Things have been great, and we appreciate it. 